Iman. And I'm Sabria. Welcome on into Black Girl Brunch. Is that a new heater? I know, yeah, this heater is, is, is banging. I feel real warm right now. Oh, well, I don't, feel, I don't feel it, but it's cool. <laughs> I know, I feel really warm right now. I like the heater a lot. How was your week? Oh my gosh, I don't even remember my week. I think I just was at work. Mmm. Yeah, my week was dope. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember. I'm trying to think. Like, oh, oh my gosh, I'm going to Comic Con. Ah uh, ha ha! How did I? Yay! Congrats! I'm so happy. I like had to wait in this virtual line, and it's like such a tough process. And I, it's like really intense. It's like wait. It's like getting like Jordans, and I was like waiting in a virtual line, and like I um, got off the bus, and I was like crossing the street to go to work, and like the screen changed, and they were like, you have 15 minutes to, like, buy your ticket. So I'm like, fuck, I'm trying to decide, like, which days I want to go because, like, some days were, like, sold out. So I'm going two days. I'm going Friday and Sunday because Saturday was sold out. Ooh. But hopefully, um, I don't know, maybe somebody will return a ticket. I don't know because it's so it's strict as fuck. Like, you can't even sell your ticket. Your badge has your name on it. The, your Your ID has to match the name on your badge. It's like really intense i love that i'm happy you got um accepted and were able to buy a ticket and everything is closed off now like the volunteering like that is over uh look for the press stuff that's over like Mm. you gotta register for that shit like because it's in july and i got my tickets november jesus christ well i'm happy for you thank you i can't wait for you to go (laughs) so i was talking to sabria about like her trip to san diego and i was like okay cool maybe i can come and she was like um well I don't know if you can get in Comic Con. I'm like, sis, you know that's <laughs> that ain't it for me. <laughs> I'm not. In my I, mind, I, I uplift you, but I, I, and also anything a convention is not don't have my name on it because that sounds like a lot of people walking slow in front of me, and that's the only <laughs> thing I can focus on, not the content. But I know you're gonna enjoy it. Yeah, it's gonna be I'm, fun. It's your dream. Oh uh, yeah, I can't wait because it's, it's panels there too. Also, okay, At conventions is panels. Hopefully one day that I'm going, I get to see the DC panel. If I don't, I'll just go to a Marvel one. Mm-hmm. If it's the day that I'm going, but I really hope that I get to see a DC panel. That'll be fun. Um, my week was cool. I have um race coming up on Saturday. That's so crazy. You really was training for a race. Yeah. So casually. I know, right? It's like crazy. The first time I was training for a race, it was like, "Hey, hi, I'm training for a race." Like in the market. <laughs> Everybody I come to, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing a broad, broad street run. They're like, anyway, ma'am, could, would that complete your order? Like, it's a drive-thru. But I am, yeah, I'm I'm going for a race, and I'm excited, man. This week has been really, really a lot on me. I just want to, I don't know. I I just, I need a moment. A moment of science. Exactly. Um. So, yeah, with that being said, we're in the studio at 11.40 p.m., and this show will be ending exactly on time today. <laughs> Usually we'd be going, oh, we're 20 yeah. minutes. I'm like, nah, this shit, this shit going to be on track today. Because when I say I am so sleepy, oh, so sleepy. Okay, so pay for the, for this week. Um, You know, Thanksgiving is next uh, Thursday. That's so wild. we decided to do uh, a pay for based on Thanksgiving where we name four celebrities or four people's homes we want to go over for Thanksgiving. So, you first. So, for Thanksgiving, I would like to go to Rihanna's house. 
Oh, shit. Yeah, they be turning up on the holidays. I feel like it would just be not even, like, I'm not even thinking about the food. I'm just thinking about the, the after, uh, like, after everybody eat. Like, I feel like she probably have, like, a talent show or, like, something like that. It's just, like, probably watch funny movies or, like, just doing, like, fun activities. I feel like Rihanna would be really fun. Yeah. Um, excuse me. The second person is, um, Enya Garten, um, from the... The um <coughs> the barefoot Contessa. Oh shit! Yes, um, I love her. I just feel like it would just be a very um I would learn a lot of stuff. I feel and like, it'd be really homey. I feel yeah. like you would do shit like play Scrabble. Like uh, <laughs> it'd be if the fireplace be on. And I feel like she would tell like stories and like tell me how to like make certain stuff. And I feel like she would accommodate. Oh me yeah, being vegan. She gonna make some vegan shit too, but I didn't even know that. Yeah. Uh, she was like, oh, this is my first time making it. And it's, like, amazing. Um, obviously, Guy Fieri. Um, I feel like it would just be it's wild. I feel like it would be flames put, everywhere. I, I would have to bring my own food today. I know. Yeah. Um, but he would definitely eat it. Um, but, I feel like it would be pork and everything. <laughs> but he just is so... I feel like his family would be fun. Yeah. Um, and I would probably learn a lot. Like, wow, I didn't expect you to, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> you would definitely leave there being a fan of NASCAR. <laughs> True. Um, the last person, uh, Meg Thee Stallion. I feel wow. like it would be really, because like I said with Rihanna, I feel like she would have like a talent show afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like they would put on like some old school songs. And like, I just feel like I would laugh. Frankie Beverly just yeah. comes on. And I feel like I would just leave there like my stomach hurting from laughing so hard. I feel like it would just be a really I don't think you would time. leave there. I think you would spend the night. True, spend the night. Yeah. And I feel like it would be fun because I feel like her vibe would be more of like a Friendsgiving. Yeah. Um, And I would love that. Oh, that's decent. Okay, that's a good. <laughs> All right, my list is so random. First person is me, Will Smith. Um, I feel you, like you're not gonna rest today. I'm not gonna rest family. until I'm in that family some way somehow. I like I said, whenever the application goes out and we can be in that family, I ah, I, I really want it. Also, I feel like like I would fit right in diet with the dietary restrictions. Like I know one of them, one of them got to be vegan. One of them. I feel like, yeah. I feel like, and if they're not vegan, they probably will try to be vegan for Thanksgiving, like, for me. And it'd be super clean and plant-based, and I would leave feeling uplifted. Like, it would literally be, like, red table talk Thanksgiving edition. <laughs> like, we'll love that. We'll, uh, uh, and also, like, if Jada Pinkett's mom is going to be there, sign me up. Her mom is beautiful. Beautiful. And if Will Smith's oldest son is going to be there, uh, ha, ha, I think that might be my way into the family. Him. I don't even remember what he looked like. Oh, I do. Boy, do I. Okay, so um, Niecy Nash. Niecy Nash just seemed like she would have a black ass Thanksgiving. Like, it literally, loud. All, all the silver aluminum pans, she gonna have the, like, she gonna have stuff not necessarily presented the prettiest, but every shit, all the shit's gonna taste real good. And that's how Thanksgiving is in my home. Like, my mom has silver pants and sternals lined up. Like, it ain't no, like, dishes. It ain't no table setting. You go in the kitchen, line by line, buffet style, get what you want, come on back. And the <laughs> drinks be like on the table. Be. The drinks be on the living room table. And I feel like she got, like, funny uncles and stuff. Like, <laughs> I, I think, I don't know why. Niecy Nash just came to mind. Also, Patty Labelle. Oh yeah, of course. Cause she can. I know she can cook her ass off. I'm definitely gonna have to bring my own food yeah. again, again <laughs> because she don't. She don't play that vegan shit. Like she don't play that <laughs> non traditional, like shit. Like 
She don't. And I but I, and I won't break vegan for anybody. But yeah, she would probably be like, yeah, she's like, hold on, sweetie. I don't, I don't know nothing about that. I feel like she would sing songs after, like, everybody gathered around the piano, and she just start, like, fucking it up. Um... And finally, this is weird. I want to be part of the Knowles Thanksgiving. But here's the catch. I don't want them to see me. I just want to see them. <laughs> I was thinking about that, but then I pictured it like, do you remember on Like Mike when um that like real proper family like was trying to adopt him? For some reason I pictured it I like that. I picture that, man. Not that not like Beyonce is a bumpkin low key, a southern bumpkin. So True. I feel like and like with Solange acting as wild as she do. Miss Tina, the kids. Like, I feel like it would be a fun time. But again, I don't want to be there. Like, I don't want to be there visibly. I just want to watch what's happening. Like, I wish I could be a fly on the wall at their Thanksgiving. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like if I was there, I would be too nervous to even enjoy myself. So it would be nice to be like, what y'all doing? Like, just watching from afar. Yeah, Beyonce. <laughs> All right. And for some reason, before Niecy Nash, I had Monica on there. We know why. <laughs> so for some reason, like, it's a secret that you're obsessed with, like, Monica. <laughs> I feel like she's, I had a dream she was my cousin once as a kid, and I never forget that. You will not that. let that go. I will never let that go. That, like, when I was a kid, I, she was my cousin. She really not. And not only was she, like, just my, she was all of my family's cousin. Like, she was at an event. The thing <laughs> is, if she was your cousin, she would be at the events. That's how I know. I know she's not my cousin. Do you? <laughs> yes. Damn, you had to rub it in like that because if she was really your <laughs> no, cousin. No, because I'm saying your cousins be at events. So oh, I'm saying okay. they show up. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I was nope. like, damn. I'm about to say there's nobody not in attendance. I know. Oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. Like, if she was your cousin, she would be there. But we lo- But her family dynamic and my family dynamics seem very similar. Maybe that's even as a kid I could sense that. I don't know. She's definitely not my cousin. I'm just going to go on the record and just say that one more time. All right. So I feel like you never said it. I feel like this is the first time you tell the truth. <laughs> we really not our own cousins. And it didn't even feel right. Like, when I said it, I still <laughs> felt like I, I, like, it felt heartbreaking a little bit. Just, like, tiny. you like, just to clear the air. Just to clear the air, because I feel like that could be mistaken. Next thing you know, they're like, Monica's cousin tells all, spills all on her podcast, Black Girl Brunch. She's like, bitch, who? <laughs> Alright, so toast for sis. This week we want to toast for to Lena Waithe. Not only for just being gorgeous and talented, and like, in my opinion, I see her as like a silent assassin. I feel like she don't say much, but she produces a lot of good, great mm-hmm. work for the culture, and when she does open her mouth, what she says is something always, like, earth-shattering. Mm-hmm. And I wish to be that person so bad, but I'm like, I'm a motor mouth, you know? But I always respect people who are just, like, again, these silent assassins. Mm-hmm. Also wanted to uh, give a shout out to her. Her and her fiance recently um, were married in a private ceremony. Her fiance's name is Elena Mayo. I don't really like that because like, I thought we was going to be like a power couple in the film industry. But congratulations. I was going to say, you got to, <laughs> you got to, if, if I can take Idris Elba being married and just understand it, you could do this. Yeah. It's just, we, we take our wins and we take our losses. And that's just, 
that's the game. Um, <laughs> but uh, we also wanted to give a shout out for her um, latest project, Queen and Slim. I'm really excited to see it. Until, I'm excited to see that too. Until now, just until ne- just until like the show began, I didn't really know what it was about because sometimes I do like to go into movies having no clue what things are about and just be pleasantly surprised. But as I was reading, I found out it was about a black couple who accidentally killed a white police officer in self defense. Yeah, like things just escalated quickly. But it's great to see that. Like, I just want some power back. You know, like, um, it, it just seems like every day we're just forced to watch either true stories or movies about police just fucking us <laughs> yeah, over. Yeah, or movies like, Master, you know. And, yeah. like, couples that do- shouldn't be together. Yeah, I just want to see something about some uh, something I wish I could do. Um which is kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kill somebody who was trying who's trying to exploit me. Um, but Lena said, I feel like black people, when we wo- walk out the door, we go into war every day. We are in a war that we did not start. So what the fuck? That is just and that's T. That's T. But think about it. Like that's the biggest every day tea. we gotta defend ourselves when we're not even the person the people who put ourselves in this position. Ain't that about a bitch? I'm um, tired. Excuse me. I'm tired of that shit. Literally, yawning. You tired yeah. of that shit? Yeah. All right, let's move on into tea time. I wish we had like a noise of like somebody hitting a teacup. Ching ching. I'm so itchy. That's when I you don't you don't get itchy when you you sleepy? always say that. I no, do. that's the weirdest shit ever. You get itchy when you sleepy. Me and Noel, it happened to us. That is so strange. But I, don't, I feel itchy because you said you feel itchy. All right, so um, 50 Cent, the rumor is that he's bullying Notori (laughs) Naughton. Sorry, every time the the name 50 Cent is always followed up with bullying. Always. And, like, I always feel like he puts me on the spot when he does something wrong. Because he's embarrassing you in front of company. He's embarrassing me in front of company because everybody knows that 50 Cent is one of my primary fees. And I I want to disown that. I I don't even want... To like like Fifty Cent, but he's funny as shit to me, and I don't know why. Like it's something about one of those people who just don't who don't care how much you hate them. Like that won't make them stop. Like same with Wendy Williams. Like it's, being mean to them back isn't enough. And it's you a, gotta kill him. You gotta. Kill him. <laughs> At the end of the day, that's the only way to stop them from being. But just, you can't even kill them because they're still gonna be talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> And the fact that they don't like each other makes shit even more hilarious. I'm like, because y'all are the only two people that cannot take... 50 Cent and Wendy Williams, like, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. That Wendy Williams impression we did, like, a few episodes <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my I can't do it. But anyway, 50 Cent has been bullying Notori Norton. He posted a picture of her... Um, and next to this, <laughs> sorry, this Mortal Kombat character. And he said, uh, who the fuck did this? And the thing is, power is number one. <laughs> the fact that he said who did this, but it was him posting the pictures together. It wasn't like he took a screenshot of a meme. Am I right? I mean, I don't know. I don't. I think this might be like a conjoined picture. But my whole <laughs> thing is like, why would you, you know you resharing it to show other people? And he's trying to pretend. Who, who did this? He yeah, was you. But he put a mad face. He said, who did this? Power is number one. Like. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just like, you know you wanted people to see it. 
And she uh, wrote 50 Cent. Do we have a fight and I not know about it? So confused. So much for Power Family. Hashtag final season. <laughs> and then she also says something on Instagram. Like, there's a lot I can say right now, but I'm not. Hashtag I'm a black woman. And I was like, true. <laughs> thing, is, <laughs> thing is, I'm definitely on her side. But <laughs> it's just, like, crazy to me that he really, like, part of me feel like, why not take a joke? Part of me feels that way. <laughs> but, but he also, always fucking joking. But that's why I'm like, I really can't take it personally. Talk about everyone. But maybe she feels like he's, Not me. Or like you picking on me because you know you my boss. Like your boss, some somewhat your boss is making fun of you, a person who is in charge of the show that you, like, it, it could be hurtful. You never know what hang up she have about the way she looks. Physically. I mean, I would have a hang up about not having no edges. <laughs> Sorry. Up about it. What Damn you, right, she got to hang up. What can you take it up with him or? I, I don't know. I'm trying. Hey, you just I like know, 50 I know. Cent, 50 so you just got to drop. You just got to drop the vibe. I, no, no, no. I'm I'm trying to truly understand. Like, is it? Was it? I don't know. I guess he was wrong without a doubt. But like, maybe he doing stuff behind the scenes too. That's what I'm saying. It's got to be something else. But somebody said, I thought you was sticking up for her, or did I uh, read wrong? He said, I was sticking up for her. They just went and made some shit up, pretty much saying that everyone else instigated what he was saying. But I'm like, no way in the world you were sticking up for her, because if you were sticking up for her, you would have never even posted it. And then um, somebody said, goodbye. Don't don't go back until you got some manners. And 50 Cent then responded, shut up, bitch. So <laughs> I just, uh, I want him to leave her alone, though. I do. I do want him to leave her alone, and I want her to be able to finish the season out not feeling self-conscious. Knowing them, they probably worked it out off, offline. Somebody told me that, suggested to me today that I binge-watch Power, and I'm like, who suggested that? <laughs> a man. It's a no for me, dog. That's really not my vibe. No. Thing is, I kind of wanted to watch Power just because, all right, I've settled on the fact that it's not great writing or acting, right? Terrible. But, like, why not just, like, get on board just to know what's happening? Because you know me. I can't stand not knowing what's going on with shows. But, like, when I, I start trying it. to watch it, the acting is so bad. Jamie in them tight-ass suits, them fucking peg-leg pants. <laughs> he, like, I hate when a guy wearing a suit and he keep, like, tussling with his tie. Like, so mm-hmm. annoying. I'm just sharp. Mm-hmm. It's so annoying. Like, they just keep looking at their cufflinks and shit. And I'm like, so oh. tired of, like, this is the game. <laughs> These are the drugs. This is my name. It's like, it's about my family and life and war. It's like there's a Street lot of routes war. that you could have taken. Or if it's going to be, like, on some drug dealer shit, make it the wire, make it the shy. Don't, like... And, like, sorry to compare, you know, blacks and whites, but I'm sorry, Breaking Bad was awesome. <laughs> yeah, because it was a different take on a, a very bad because problem. Because the thing is, it started out with, damn, the fucking American health ain't shit. Let me fucking start selling meth. And then he started getting, like... This ego get, thing. Yeah, crazy about it because he was good as shit about it. And that, and having, that control. Yeah. having that control. But a nigga in a suit sell... I don't even know what the fuck ghosts do besides... He has a club. And also, I don't Are you like serious? I don't like this his... nigga's a drug dealer and a club owner? So he owned a... Yeah, oh, right. Oh, wow. Also, we capoodle. <laughs> also, I don't like that his last name is St. Patrick. That ain't yeah, gonna make me sense too. With I hate ethnicity. it. That, like, he is That's why every time they say it, I be like, who the fuck they talking his about? His last name should have been the fuck Jones. Jamie Jones. <laughs> Not Jamie St. Patrick. Like, 
That's so fucking what in the, dumb. What in the Irish? Like, come on now. That don't make no sense. What in the four-leaf clover? Yes, what in the Celtic? Like, come on now. <laughs> like, that is just ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. Like, and I know a lot of us have names like that because we can't. But St. Patrick, come but on. y'all had a choice to make his name something different, and like that's just lazy to me. Like, no St. Patrick, y'all a bunch of niggas walking around St. Pat. <laughs> My bad to anybody who, black person whose last name is St. Patrick. Please, but the thing is messages. Yeah, <laughs> but thing but is, your story mixed. wasn't written by Fifty Cent, so. Because this man, no, not mixed ethnicity. He's straight up black man, St. Patrick. Come on. But, yeah, that's the tea with them. Um, Let's just talk really quick about Beyonce and her body and her skin and her face and her, her poses and her nails, like, and her fucking billion-dollar money roll purse. Like, let's just talk about all the things that are Beyonce. Like, like she, honestly, even though I will definitely have to kill her in the revolution— and what? The revolution. Why? When we overthrow the rich. I'm not killing <laughs> Beyonce for shit. I'm sorry. I ain't killing Beyonce for shit. Not killing her, but maybe Tripper. <laughs> Tripper? Yeah. Why? But the thing with the, with, the, with, the, with the revolution, the war against the rich, what are we doing? Like, how are we going to get I the money? I don't know yet. That's what I'm saying. Ew, like, sorry. My somebody thing is, ugly just posted a picture. <laughs> I'll tell you later. But, but um, <laughs> yikes! Now I really want to say. Before I like participate, Get a job. but what, before I participate in this war, I really, really, really need to see. Um, like I need to know the plan. It's not. Th- it's not thought out yet. Relax. Well, then I'm not participating until I know the plan. You uh, not relax. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> Yo, this is why you did that again. That's the second time you did this. I forgot what was the first one we did. But every time I say, you talk about killing people, bitch, it's got to be a plan. It's a jo- I'm not going to kill. I wouldn't kill Beyonce. I would trip her in the revolution. Okay, but the it. thing is, there's still a revolution. And I'm like, well, what's the point of it? Like, what's the- You know that's how my brain works. Yeah, like, can you just joke? No, that <laughs> always throw me off because you're so good at jokes. But then when you get like that, I'm like, yo, though. No, because, like, you said, I'm like, yo, this shit really might happen. So I'm but like, is it, it, it might. Some, I'm like, is this some tea that I'm missing out on? Like, is there a plan? I'm like, yo, because I really want to be on the same page. I want to participate and really be a great, great at what I, whatever role I have. Well, uh, when there's a plan, I'm, it definitely will be well thought out, and they will put it out. Exactly. Because if the, I can stand behind a good plan, like, here, this is, we're going to displace the the wealthy, and this is what we're going to, this is how we have access to their funds. But the thing I'm not is, trying to kill a nigga, and I can't get into his account. But here's the thing. They, it probably is a plan, but you got to be silent about that kind of shit. You can't be posting on like, here's our plan, because fucking Twitter is owned by a fucking billionaire. They shut, they delete that thread quick as shit. But also, like, okay, with it, like, what will it mean dismantling the system or the people? Oh, dismantling just, just the system. And okay, because you and don't have to money. fight to the, the people to get to the system. You Not don't know, physically. You don't know what the fuck they got? True. Okay, we're getting off subject here. <laughs> the point is, Beyonce. You saw the purge? Beyonce looked great this she did. weekend. Um, but let's talk about the real star, and that's Blue Ivy. Okay, it's always a bit. Now she is cool in the revolution because it's not. She was she didn't do the work. She was born into this. She said, "Brown skin girl." I at first I thought it was a joke, but I was like, "No, dead ass." Yes. So Blue Ivy is seven years old, 
and she was awarded the Ashford and Simpson Songwriters Reward at the 2019 Soul Train Awards. So Little Mama is seven years old, and there was a post on Twitter saying that Beyonce won her first um, award at seven years old. So the parallels are amazing. And we all know that, like, you know, Blue Ivy is, is responsible for all Beyonce's success both before and after she was born. But it's just amazing for her to finally get her things. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so happy that she's, like, not so worried about being humble that she can't accept awards Exactly. Anymore. And she said, thanks. I earned it. She says, again, just like pearls. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, oh, my God. What a beautiful person. What a beautiful person. She's going to save the world. She really is. Oh, I love that girl. Chills. <laughs> Speaking of Soul Train Awards, did you catch anything else from it? No. I thought the only people that was there was Summer Walker and uh, Ari Lennox. <laughs> Me too. That's the only people I saw. That's why when, she didn't, when it was said that she didn't win an award, I'm like, how? She was the only person there. <laughs> she looked, oh, my God. Ari I didn't know she was built like that. What? Shit brick house. She is fine. Yeah. Fine. And, like, my thing is, like, Ari, I wish I was Ari Lennox, like, thighs. I really do. They look so warm. And she, I was like, whoa, she got them jugs out. Yeah, she got titties, she got thick legs, she got a butt. I did not know she, and she was And like then she this. got a small waist and small arms. Can't and beautiful relate. hair. Can I really? I, oh, my God. I love Ari Lennox. I feel like if you got if you going to sing soul like she do, you got to have you body. Re, I um, know. You remind me of her because I know of her. Because, like, I've seen her name. Oh, I was going to say what she's saying. I shape, I'm shaped like her. No, I'm saying you, you like. You think we got the same body? Like you gave her a name. You think me. she like I'm thick like she's thick? Iman. I thought that's what you were saying. So I'll take it. Thanks. Um anyway, her and Summer Walker. Speaking of, Summer Walker is like she has the boob job that I wanted as a kid. <laughs> I know exactly. Do you know about. what I mean? It's like the type of boob job where it just looks like circles on your chest. I love that so much. Yeah. That's so vintage. Like, I love it. I know. I feel like it was like showing her appreciation for her elders. Yes. It's like like Pam like when you first found out who yeah. Pamela Anderson was. Exactly. It's like the nineties hot girl boobs. Like that's what it. she has. Um, but yeah, so Ari Lennox and Summer Walker honestly were the, the talks of the town. Because I was like, who else? Was, like literally, who literally else? who else? If someone could tell us who else was at the, the award show, it'd be fantastic. Who hosted? Like I would love to know. Didn't know who hosted. I just I still just... don't know. Um, <laughs> so Ari Lennox was a little bit upset, and she took to Twitter because Shea Butter Baby did not win the mixtape of the year award. Um, let me just say, Shea Butter Baby was an amazing album. Like it really was fucking. It reminded me. It, it was yeah. just wonderful. Like it is. It's definitely one of my favorites. Period. Not favorites of the year, but just favorites. Period. Because I I felt so seen. Like with that album. Like oh my god. Like your home is not enough. Like you have to go outside and talk to people. Like when she said that, I'm like, this is me. Or her talking about her garbanzo beans cooking. Like it was just a very black. You could tell she made that shit for black consumption. So she was upset when she didn't win. She lost the award to Lizzo. All right, do I understand her being upset? Of course, you know what I mean? But also, your career is not about awards. And third, you lost to Lizzo. It's not like you lost, like, remember that time Kendrick Lamar (laughs) Lamar lost to Macklemore? 
I will never forget that. And I think that was the moment I threw award shows away completely. Yeah, that was. Yeah. But for me, like, if you're at least losing to someone else who is talented and who has been working for you. This was Lizzo's year. Mm -hmm. Any other year, Shea Butter Baby might have won against anything else. But this was Lizzo's year. Mm -hmm. She has been working so hard and unrecognized for, I'm I'm willing to bet, a lot longer than Ari Lennox. So anything she gets is not no disrespect to nobody else. It's just she has to get all of her things Mm -hmm. because she was dismissed, uh, you know, for years. Yeah, and she's still being dismissed. For real? Yeah. Because, like, I understand, and I, um... What was I say? I understand that she was like upset. I didn't know who she lost to until um, today, um, but it's like kind of mixy when like you take to social media and like you know um, like vent about stuff, um, which I'm somebody who does that, um, and she probably is used to doing that because she's probably doesn't even she can't even comprehend her um, her fame like the recognition so she probably still thinking like oh i could still just like rant and like people whatever but um and didn't expect for not didn't expect for people to like um so many people to interact with it she probably just was like in her feelings at the moment which i feel like um as uh somebody who's like very um emotional and i can't even predict half of my emotions it's some even though it's like you know, like what Iman said, like, you know, losing to Lizzo is like, you know, she worked her ass off. It's something low-key refreshing to me about, like, artists like Ari Lennox, Summer Walker, and SZA, like, being emotional wrecks on social media. Like, it's something comforting because it's like they're just like, you know what, fuck it. I can't hold this in. Like, I'm just going to let, even though... It's just, this is a wreck, but I just, I have to let y'all know. And for them to be, like, black women and doing that, it's something, like, comforting to me about that. Because I feel like it's, like, white women who do stuff like that. And they are, people are like, oh, let's write about it in People Magazine. Let's dissect this. Let's do this, whatever. It's just kind of something refreshing about black women being in their feelings. And, yeah, (laughs) being human and just being a mess, not being, like, Because, like, growing up, it's a lot of, like, black celebrities that I just couldn't relate to. Like, even though I love Beyonce with all of my heart. You know, that's not how you handle shit. That's not how I handle Like, the way that she ignores certain stuff, like, the fact that people was talking about her fucking child and, like, ignoring this stuff. I don't even, I don't know the amount of therapy and medicine if I'll ever be able to be that strong to ignore something like that. I don't know if I'll be able yeah. to do it. And it's a lot of people who are like that just in my life who just be unbothered. Like, like even Omarion being unbothered about this April and Lil Fizz thing. Like, I would never in my life be fucking that unbothered. Certain people, they have the ability to, like, be like, nah. Now, I do think that, like, for me, I definitely don't have that personality type to be like, oh, I'm just going to let everything go. But I do have a personality type where I'm going to decide what I'm going to speak on. Yeah, certain and for stuff, me, don't. awards don't, don't, awards don't connect to how good I've done. And I think you have to be cheated of awards a few times for you to realize yeah. that your work was not dependent on that award. Because I was like that in, um, I felt like that in, um, what's it called, in high school when it was so many times that I did not want an award. And I was pissy, very pissy. And that's why now I'm just like, you know, whatever. Because I won, I did, when I finally did win an award, I was like, well, whatever. Like, And also it could only be one winner. Yeah. <laughs> So when you think about it like that, it's not saying that this person is the only one that did great and everybody else did terribly. It was saying that it could only be one. 
And this is the year that Lizzo was, you know, with with her. So Ari said on Twitter, you know what you know, you know what I realized? People who genuinely fuck with me understand my frustration. People who are self-hating haters and clearly have never given my music a chance got the biggest problem with me anyways. Every time I Every time I wrap my mind around it, I just can't accept it. It feels like a breakup. I made a soulful album. I never ran from who I am. I just expected that one platform to understand that. It takes a lot of energy to do these things. Ultimately, this one was a hard loss for me. It's just not It's not just the awards. Shea Butter Baby was slept on in so many ways. I'm too emotional to pretend like I can play this game. So, like, again, it sounds like it's not just the award because I'm like, yo, it's a Soul Train award. Yeah. Like, not to throw no shade, but it's not a Grammy. Yeah, she probably was like, this is a it's black. It's other shit. She it's, probably was like, it's a black award show. Like, it's a. Cause also, she might have needed something to make her feel like this was all worth it. Yeah. And she built up to not have it. But, like. Because sometimes it's sad because, like, sometimes people say, oh, this is good. It's like, thank you. But, like, it's just, like, one. It's like you need validation from, like, some some other. <coughs> excuse me. Some, some other source. And that maybe was her source. Yeah, but I also feel like, <coughs> all right, for Black Girl Brunch, for example, if Sorry. we don't win no podcast award ever in life, I don't care if we were nominated and we lose to whoever, I think it's a slap in the face to everybody who supports you to be like, I don't feel seen. Like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm seeing you. I'm running your shit. I follow you on Twitter. I like everything you say. Why don't you feel seen? Like, do you really need that validation from other people? You need to do some more mental work. Yeah. If you still need their validation to make you feel good. She probably do. And that's fine. That's her path. But I I can't get on board with bitching about awards because I don't care about them. Yeah. The only thing I would probably be mad if we lost the award to, um, I just found out about this dumbass podcast called fucking Red Scare. And these these white bitches being, um, basically borderline Republican and people are like gagging over them. I would be mad as shit about something like that. Probably. I wouldn't be mad about that either. Cause I'm like, at the end of the day, this don't, what, whatever this goes to show how unvalid the word is. Y'all put these bitches over us. This shit ain't even real. It's not based on any type of uh, content quality, uh, any of that. So like, why am I going to get mad over some bullshit? Thank you for giving me an opportunity to show out in this beautiful dress, take beautiful pictures. Some people never see this in their lifetime, but I'm here in a room full of my peers and I'm, I'm grateful. Like, honestly, I would be so grateful if I ever got nominated for certain awards. Like, I don't know if that makes me like a settler or what, but being nominated means I'm in the game and that's all I need. I don't need to award. I need you to know that this is you're among the best yeah. and that's it. But I guess she just was. <clears throat> she's being human. Yeah. She's. I'm. I'm really not mad at her for being human. But I just be wondering, like, why certain people care. Yeah, I mean, some people just see like that. I guess you. Some people just see that as an end all be all. I mean, I. She'll learn. Yeah, because I was say I don't really care. I would just be annoyed because I'm like, of course, again, fucking white bitches with bangs. But I wouldn't yeah. like. But if you lost like against upset. Lizzo. Yeah. Yeah. Or if we lost against like the Reed, oh, then I'd be like, they just. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, yes, the rightful yeah, winners. Exactly. <laughs> I would be like, of course, I would just be, um, what's the word? I would be honored to be like in the same category. As same them. sentence. Same sentence. Like you just, it's like if you get in a, a same category as Beyonce to win something, yeah. just be thankful. But it did. Eat your rights. But also, she probably was telling, she telling herself because she probably don't think her music is that soulful. Oh, <laughs> so. But Ari Lennox probably like yeah, that's what I think she's saying. But I feel like that just goes to show you haven't listened to Lizzo because yeah. her shit be soulful and funky as hell. 
The problem is she do everything, and that's why she's in every category. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like I know it's very sidebar, but like it's very interesting to me when people be like, she make white music this enter blah blah but then y'all consider bruno mars to be the most soulful person (laughs) in the world and to me their music mirrors each other 100 because like i love lizzo as a person but her music is just like summer like i like i listen to it like when it's just playing but like it just don't resonate with me personally but i appreciate what she's doing it don't resonate with me personally but because Bruno Mars' music don't resonate with me. It's yeah, a few songs. Exactly. But their music, like, mirrors each other's. But it's like, on the other hand, he not even black, but he... Is he black? Is he a Um, I really can't speak on he, that. that. Well, whatever. <laughs> Sorry to this he, man. <laughs> yeah, literally. Him, the most soulful man in the world. But then white women are, you know... Liking Lizzo and all of a sudden that negates her blackness, like interesting. Yeah, a lot like, of y'all honestly, telling y'all so. She hasn't done shit to be to make these people like her. All she is is herself. Like, come on. All right, let's get into the Summer Walker. So Summer Walker was also at the award. She took her award. She gave a little speech, and it was super. You know, you can still tell she was shy. She's awkward. She was real stiff on stage. <laughs> Um, we got a fantastic photo of her smiling with her shoulders up as high Honestly, as possible. Honestly, I relate to that on I, so many levels. And also, I think she is, while she is socially uh, awkward and has social anxiety, I think that sometimes she does do shit to fuck with us. Like, I think she thinks <laughs> it's funny as well. Yeah, I think she do yeah. think stuff is funny. Yeah, I think she absolutely does funny shit. Like, that pose with her cheesing like that and her shoulders up <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was looking to see if he was um, had some black in him. I don't see it. Oh, uh, no. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I really didn't think he did, but I didn't want to be like, nah, he ain't black and just somebody black. Excuse Bruno me. Mars, if you do have any African-American, let us know. Or just any black, like, let us know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Summer Walker's shoulders was real high, and I just really love that photo. Uh, she took to Instagram, <laughs> and she said, you know, the scariest shit I've been witnessing is that most of the women leave the negative comments like, it's an act, or I don't have the right to act like this because I'm famous. Bitch, you slow, or you just flat out making fun of me for being vulnerable. Have children. These women have children. It makes me feel so sad because it's clear that if the children are developing or struggling with any type of mental disorder such as anxiety, depression, schizophrenia, it'll be brushed to the side and it will never receive any treatment because it's just an act. These parents are probably so ignorant that instead of reading up on symptoms, they just whip their child. The, sh- the child said, my shit started at six. So yes, kids, I have it too. Sorry, the way she types kind of is like a mom. But no, she's absolutely correct. Like, the people who are just like, all right, she ain't that awkward, or she just trying to be this. You don't know what the fuck she is. Exactly. My, my thing is, like, what what Megan say? If you don't like it, tune the fuck out. But you must like it because you tuned the fuck in. Why are you tuned in to Summer Walker Why if you think she's so annoying? Why are obsessed with her? And the funny thing is, one of y'all, y'all probably making up excuses about some boy that uh, that claimed that he got social anxiety and the reason why he don't want to hang out with you. So y'all excusing that. Um, but being like, huh, she faking it. I don't it. even think they excusing that. I think they really have no idea what social anxiety is. Because even when it is uh identify in people in their life they can't name it no one can name it because they haven't stopped to think what's going on with them yeah i see awkward hood people all the time and they will not name it and it's sometimes up to me to be like oh this is a a awkward black girl 
But we don't know it because right now she got bamboo earrings on. <laughs> and if she was white and quiet like this, the first thing we would say is, oh, she a little shy. Yep. But soon as black girls and black boys do it, they weird, they mean, they nasty, they, they you know, shutting me down. And it's just fucked up. Like, again, we talk about this every show, so we're not going to stay on too long. Let I, that girl live. I know. I had named it the Summer Walker Chronicles. Maybe that could be a segment. The Summer Walker. <laughs> and I feel like every every celebrity, like, for one point, it was Cardi B. Like, every episode, we was like, up, update. Then it was SZA. Every episode was an update. And now, right now, it's Summer Walker. Because like, she's that girl. And she's also, like, somebody was saying, like, you got to love her vulner- vulnerability. Like, you have to love it. I'm, like you were saying, obsessed with these Black girls being vulnerable for the world to see and being like, listen, I'll take the bullets, but at the end of the day, I know I'm representing someone else right now. Yeah, and like somebody said it. I said like, right now. <laughs> like SZA, I mean SZA, Sia would wear like a big wig and like a bow and like sometimes she would turn her back to the crowd when she's performing because of social anxiety. But that like she turned it into like a, a performance thing. But that's why Sia wears like those big wigs and yeah. her bangs all the way covering her face. And she has like Maddie uh, Zeller like perform as her because she's not comfortable but yeah, performing. Exactly. And I'm like, can we please throw her a bone? Even though like some the thing with Summer is that I'm like, I wish y'all would really stop making her do this because sometimes it'd be painful like how awkward she is. It'd yeah. Be painful. So I'm like, if it's painful for me to watch, I can't imagine how painful it is for her to know that it's being recorded. Yeah. So leave leave Summer alone. Okay. Um, and we are running out of time, so we don't have to talk about this too much. South Dakota has a, um, <laughs> yeah, didn't think you hear about South Dakota <laughs> this episode, did you? Well, wow, that's wild as hell. Well, South Dakota has started a new anti-meth campaign, and the the the, the line is, meth, we're on it. Okay? <laughs> so there's pictures of, like, policemen, and it's like, he- meth, we're on it. Pictures of football players, like, meth, we're on it. And obviously, from the outside, it's like trying to be like, look, regular-ass people are on meth, but also kind of being like, also, we understand that the meth problem is happening, and we want to fight against it. And I was reading, like, something like 3,366 people were arrested last year for meth in South Dakota. That's fucking 33, over 3,300 people. That is so wild. Did I say thousand the first time? No, thirty three hundred people. That's so wild. Meth is a wild as fuck. Like just the, the that is just a wild ass drug to want to do, and it's a meth problem in New York too. Yeah, um, and all these different parts of Pennsylvania. But it's just crazy to me because like my mom was just saying it the other day. I forgot we was watching something, and like I really took her word for it because she grew up in that era, and she was like. Oh, now all this stuff is an epidemic. When the crack test was happening, it wasn't an epidemic. They just was doing it. It's because the faces have changed. The faces are different. Same with the uh, the opioid addiction. Yeah, the opioid. That's what she was talking about. It's like, oh, now it's a crisis. Now people got campaigns for it. People are like, oh, we got to nip this in the bud. And I'm just like, that is so wild. It is. And, like, that's why part of me, like, I don't wait for... 
But I don't, I want to get to a point where I'm not waiting for like the state or anything to decide what's the epidemic for our people. Mm-hmm. Like, how can we decide what's the epidemic for our people and push the messages out? Because we know now. We yeah, can't we wait. can do it now. Because back then, back then, our parents, like people were saying, oh, it's the epidemic, but they're like, whatever. Nobody wants like to listen mass, to me. You need mass media. Yeah, to, to push these messages out, and like obviously, in like the like now, the days of Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you can do shit like that. But no, back then it was it was completely like they were kind of powerless in how the message got out there. Mm-hmm. Like you could do stuff within your community, but that's not gonna get you no necess- like funding mm-hmm. or anything. I don't know. But yeah, so check out that mess. We are on it. Uh, hashtag because you can find out a lot of <laughs> like, little thing, fun like, facts about meth. I also read twice as many teenagers ages 12 to 17 reported using meth in the past year. Like what the fuck? That is so fucking wild. And in New York they call it Tina. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, Keep I, that I, shit away from me. Yeah, I know people who've, who've done meth. And the fact that I know people who've done it, I never thought I would know somebody personally. Like actually, like not word of mouth know them. Like these are people that I've hung out with that I fucking know that have done meth. Never thought that I would. Grown up is very different that's than I expected. That is absolutely nuts. Yep, that's wild. So, um, real quick, just want to get into the sunken place. So we kind of struggled with the sunken place this week because you know, Ti probably will be in the sunken place next week because he's going on Red Table Talk to talk about yeah, that. So that's it's reserved for you. Disgusting situation. So I'm almost like anticipating that he'll be there. This week, nobody fucked up outside of how much they normally do, you know? <laughs> like, it was just normal fuck up. So what we decided to do, we took this video. It was, like, Tory Lanez kind of discussing how, like, if girls ask him for stuff, like, if he's with a girl and he, she like, can you buy me that Gucci bag? And he'll be like, you can't afford it yourself? Like, if you can't afford that yourself, then you you shouldn't be fucking with me. You're not in my tax bracket. However, he said he is a laid-back person. So if a girl don't be like, oh, I can't afford that, I'm not going to ask you to get it for me. Then he can respect it. He's like, hey, don't treat me like a trick. So part of me is just like, all right, I kind of get what you're saying because if I was a nigga and a girl was like, can you buy me this and the other? I'm like, bitch, who are you, right? But also, I'm the type of person who likes, if you're going to play that role and want to date these bad bitches, kind of mm-hmm. like what you said, if you're not going to spoil them, then you need to go get you a homely girl from a farm. Exactly, but then that's what you, you don't want that. You want to mold these bad bitches that like niggas with money for a reason. You want to mold them into what? You, your ideal person. And you want to like play you Dr. them, Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah, and you want to play them because the way, like, I don't know if you could see, like, it bothered me because his diction, like the way he was like saying it, in a way that like, like the way he was saying it was like I could picture him like talking. First of all, I don't know how you talking down on somebody. He like my, height. Mm-hmm. but I could just picture like he is an ego boost for him. Like yeah, I got more money than you, bitch. Like I just want he just wanted like it just it was if anybody else would have said it in their tone, if the first the reason also the reason why it um it also bothered him, the way he opened it, bit these bitches like. You mad as shit? Like, I could just tell you probably was, um, like, they probably, um, do, like, little dookie man in the class, <laughs> and you never had the, the pretty little, bitches. Little and now, doo-doo. yeah, you was, um, you was dookie. doodle lanes. Exactly, you was doodle lanes, <laughs> and now you, you can get bitches because you have money, and then you're mad as shit when they just only want you for your money because then you you revolt back to doodle like lanes. doodle lanes because yeah. the way he said it was just like it's different like somebody was like yeah like I don't know like I you know I don't want to be treated like you know trick like I don't know treating ain't no trick <laughs> I'm like <laughs> the 
way he said it, I'm like, you mad as shit. I mean, like, and like part of me, hate and I'm that. like, sorry, I'm like. The type of bitches that I'm like, huh? I'm like, Tory Lanez, you're not even on a radar like that. Like, I know it's probably a bunch of bitches that's desperate, like, damn, like, yeah, don't take anybody with They're like, cloud. damn, I can't get the fucking, uh, meek. Top. Yeah, I, I can't get the meek, so I guess, uh, Tory Lanez is yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like niggas about, like, I mean, girls who be like, damn, I can't get the Usher or I can't get the fucking <laughs> DJ Khaled, Chris Brown. All right, I guess I'll fuck with. Jacquees yeah. or like whatever what, the fuck. See what it's hitting for. See what it's hitting but for. But the thing is, it's better than never normal nigga, you know. Exactly. And the thing is, like, you niggas keep on, you you will constantly get played because you keep on trying to, like I said. Turn you, Instagram bitches into Michelle Obama. Exactly. Just go for the Michelle Obama. Yeah, exactly. But you don't want to go for her because she don't got you, her cheeks out on the, you, the gram. Y'all niggas be going for bitches that quote city girls in their captions for every fucking picture. Yes, with their lace front sitting right in front of their eyebrows. You think like, it's a game? And like, I'm not saying you got to judge everybody, but I'm saying use your goddamn head. There's a such thing as a prototype and that's what a lot of these people are. They're prototypes. Like, you're the, the like, I know the prototype ain't shit nigga. Like, okay? Mm-hmm. I know that. Mm-hmm. I know what he looks like. I know mm-hmm. that he, ah, ha, ha, always smiling. Mm-hmm. I know he got a do-rag on. Mm-hmm. I know he got a and gold like, chain. On, I like, know all his pictures real clear, and he got his hands out like, ah, ha, ha. Yeah. Every picture. Yep. And I know simply by fucking with that nigga mm-hmm. how he is, mm-hmm. and I will judge him. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if I miss the fucking mark, because I'm just like, listen, like, I, I, I just, I'm going to use my common sense here and be like I know what I want and you don't look like that nigga mm-hmm. you don't look like no family man to me yeah. <laughs> and that's what I want right now <laughs> so you gotta look at the girl shaped like a guitar case mm-hmm. and be like do she want to know me or do she want a Gucci bag exactly. and you gotta take a chance not to say the real bitches can't be shaped like that but if you know you real sensitive then you need to go find the way you, he like, said it was just I'm like it's so much anger I mean him. and like ah, oh, like as even that, I do feel anger from people asking for things, but also I'm not one of those people. I don't ask people for things. Like, can you give me a Gucci bag? So I'm like, I, I don't like people like that, and I'm not that person, and I don't date people like that. Yeah, exactly. So my thing is, you know you don't like people like that. You need to not surround yourself by girls who are just going to give you attention and stuff like that. Like, what? Bottom exactly. line. And the thing is, when you look like that, nigga, you are a fucking trick. <laughs> You just got mad because he said he's not a trick. <laughs> that shit really did make me mad. <laughs> like, but the thing is, I feel like he, like. That's some, like old niggas that, like, old niggas be on Tinder. You fucking 60 times. I'm, I'm not a sugar daddy. Nigga, you not going to find no fucking bitch that really want to love you on this app? You about to open that fucking wallet? <laughs> or make, or what you want to do? Pay the fifty ninety nine for okay Cupid or, or whatever. You either pay or you gonna get, or you gonna get got. <laughs> the fuck, the fuck this is. <laughs> Look up. Cause you ain't gonna find love with this age. And then you got your age range set to twenty. Exactly. <laughs> no, nigga, run the pockets. Or, or date fucking Louise from the fucking Bango Club. Who got her fucking pension? Yeah. You don't need you. But nigga, yes. if you gonna be on this, if you fucking sixty five and you on Tinder, run them fucking pockets. Ain't if, no no sugar daddy. If you sixty five and you on Tinder. <laughs> What you need to do is make peace with Kathleen and your silver sneakers aerobics players because that's the bitch for you. 
I fully, either that or run the fucking pockets. Uh, that or you're going to pay for my my groceries. Period. At the minimum. You're fucking That's trick. me settling. <laughs> But that's some shit I would ask for. Niggas, bitches be out here asking for Gucci bag. I'm like, no, uh, dead ass, you buy I'm trying to run shit and hold. If you, yo, I would, be, they be like, yo, spend whatever you want to hold food. I know, I'd be like, I, be, want, <laughs> I want 10 packs of so delicious cheese. <laughs> I'm like, I would like some Abe's muffins in every flavor. No, I be wanting shit. Why you have, why you have two, uh, four quantities of uh, each Abe's muffins? I be like in a bag <laughs> making custom orders in the bakery. No, that's the shit that I would want. I would be like, let's run, like we fuck, no fuck Whole Foods. We in fucking Costco's with it. No, nah, fuck that. Shit with nah. the, <laughs> no, right, we can right, do Whole right, Foods, right. but Costco's. You know, you get the big shit. Yeah, you get so the we draw, balling you get the fuck the, out, yeah. and you need a membership for Costco's. Oh, <laughs> we fucking balling out. Imagine a nigga thinking you gonna spend like a hundred dollars on grocery. He gets his credit card back. You spent fourteen thousand dollars. Period. I said you said ball out. So. <laughs> but it was, and yo, what vegan show? cheese be like lasting for months? Fuck oh it. yeah, same with the almond milk. Yep. I ain't gonna have no fucking room in my fridge for the almond milk. Please. Yes. Please. But you said some show, what? Some show, man. It was like this convict show where the guy got right. I, I think that's what it was. A like, guy got out of jail. And like this one black woman like spent all his money, right? The guy money. And she's like, so you don't have any more money. You said you had this, that, and the other. And she was like real mad at him for not having no money. So she went back in another hotel room with her daughter and was like, he doesn't have anything. And his daughter was like, we got to go. I'm like, oh, these bitches is in cahoots with each other to try to Me like, and my kid. <laughs> <laughs> Me and you. I'm the daughter waiting for... uh. <laughs> Cause you know I'll fucking I'm so bad at that. But the the beautiful part about being semi manipulative, because sometimes I am, you could just it, get it without asking. You, I, uh, yeah, I don't like to ask for things. I like to be offered. But when I'm not offered automatically, I'll make you know pull some strings. My mentality. The thing is, I would never go for somebody who I know who is not comfortable with that. That's yeah. why I feel like I would be more comfortable with the trick because you're like you or somebody who gets off on giving people stuff because I ask my. My my mentality now is if I ask my dad for something and he get it for me, I should be able to ask you. And that's my mentality now. But I would never go for a nigga that's like not. Yeah, I into want that. you to enjoy it. Yeah, I want you to I enjoy it. I don't want you to. I don't, I don't want feel... you to be like you're breaking my balls here. Because <laughs> like when I see, because when I see when I used to work at Nordstrom, I remember um I was selling this lady a four hundred dollar dress, and her broke ass husband was like really. <laughs> Four hundred dollars for a dress. If I could have smacked the, sh- if I knew I was gonna get fired, I'd have smacked the shit out of him. Like I got so fucking mad, and like at that moment, I'm like, I know I cannot be with no ni- like. I be entertaining these broke niggas, and I be liking them and stuff like that. Yeah, but I'm like, them sometimes, that, but like, I be fucking them sometimes. But that's like you all, like you know, like your friend the kids say, and like you say now. That's not my life partner. That's not my I life partner. I'm not going to be happy with that because if it makes me mad when a customer husband is giving her shit, what the fuck I'm going to do in my own house? Because no. my mom be ex of her stuff and my dad be like, oh, okay, I'll, he he get it. Exactly. Just and like also, that. Like, in my store, I'll, I'll see like uh, men getting stuff for themselves. It's two type of men. It's men who get stuff for themselves and they're like, yo, you sure you don't want nothing? Nothing. So you're good with your moisturizer. You're good with this. You're good with your eye cream. Get two. You know, you see that man... And then you see the man like, hmm, wow, nine dollars for a lip balm, uh-uh. no. and I'm like, get your broke ass off. Exactly, store. that shit makes my skin fuck crawl. Out of you. Get the that, fuck off my shit. porch. <laughs> yes, that shit makes my skin fucking crawl. So it's like, it's definitely, an, it's definitely a hard no for me. Fuck off my porch, nigga. All right, so yeah, that's that on that. Like, either settling your brokenness or like 
uh, yeah, or just date. B- Settling your brokenness by dating people who you can afford. Exactly. Or How be you gonna tell to somebody out? you can't date me in your text break? That bitch, you coming to you inviting me here. <laughs> you. That's corny as shit. A nigga, take you to Miami and you like, can I have that? But oh, whoa, 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 you can't afford that yourself. So why did you bring me here just to humiliate me? Because I know he be. I know the bitches. They, they be getting flued out. Exactly. I know. I can't wait until I get flued out. I feel like that's when... And I, I see it for myself. I may be no, 2020. I yeah, I feel like you can In 2020, because I, I almost got flued out at the beginning of this year, but I fucked it up. Oh, yeah. I fucked it up. And I will never fumble a bag, okay? Never again. Even I, I be on your ass for that. I be like, get it. I really be trying to pimp you out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, I fumbled a bag in 2018, and I fumbled a bag in 2019. In my white woman's voice. No more. <laughs> no more. All right. Moving on into common senses. So we had an awesome question from our Twitter follower. Her name is Pisces Crybaby. Or, and her her like handle is at A-H-R-E-E-T-A. I think it's Arita. But, Arita. Yeah, Arita. Thanks for uh, sending us the suggestion for our common census topic. She said in all caps, can y'all talk about Philly and what you love <laughs> and or hate about living there, please? The girls want to know what's the tea <laughs> with the city. Um, Thank you again. Love, love reading that in all caps. Okay, let's start with what we love about the city, if you can think of anything. <laughs> Ooh, my family here. That's my number one. Like, I feel like the number one thing is that it's just like, Obviously, there's gonna always be some love from with for the place you were raised in. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a place I was born and also raised, like, and you know so much about the city. And I like the fact that, like, I guess it like being raised here, like I'm not no nut ass bitch. Yes, that's so true. That's so true. Um, I do like. Uh, I think people from Philly are very fucking funny. Like yeah. a lot of times, I go other places, and I Philly's Philly's humor is hilarious. Like so that's funny. one thing I could say. Like I meet people in all these different spaces, and we have a real funny sense of humor. Most of us are pretty tough because of um, you know, we just we just kind of take pride in being like the city of people that are kind of a little bit mean, but also a little bit like loyal. Yeah, I was about to say because I lived in New York, and niggas here is way meaner. Yeah. I think I think niggas here are meaner, but I also think that some of our uh, I, I, it's like hard for me to say this is the city versus or just my friends, but like a lot of our values are a little bit different. Like what's considered corny, what's considered fucked up here is a little bit different from other places. Like for me, if you go out to the bar with your friends, you stay with your friends. And I know people who like from other places or whatever reason, maybe mm-hmm. they just bump their head. They go to the club, the bar, and they split up. And I'm like, for us, like that's something. That's an argument. Yeah, that's weird as shit. That's absolutely an argument. Um, so yeah, I definitely like um a little bit of our when when our values are intact, I really do like them. I like a lot of our uh, nonprofits and our art scene here. I feel like if you're a person who is like into art, you'll be able to find something cool to do here. And this city is pretty affordable when it comes to when you really think about big cities. Like when you think about Chicago and DC and New York and LA, we are one of the more affordable cities in on the on, in the in the Northeast. Like True. you can come here and make a living and possibly have a car. And an apartment. So I really, really, really like that. 
Now, if I can think of anything else positive, do you have anything else? Um, no, because uh, New Harmony is closed. So I know, seriously. <laughs> I mean, but it is a lot of good food spots here. It is a lot of good food, like yeah. a lot of good vegan food, actually. Yeah, a lot of nice restaurants. Um, but one thing, like I don't know, growing up in Philly, I always felt like I was a bit of an outsider. Like, I didn't really get along with, not get along, because I like them. They ain't fuck with me. But I really wasn't accepted with a lot of people, and I still am not as an adult. Luckily, I have found my clique, and I stick with them, and I don't feel the need to venture out. But it would be nice if I was in a city filled with more like-minded people. Yeah, that's how I feel, too. And, like, I mean, I like the fact that Philly has made me tough, but, like, and, like, being a sensitive person and being somebody like I like I sometimes I want to compliment people like walking the street like oh my god you look this and blah 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 and sometimes it's really that's considered dick eating like yeah. you be in a certain way like oh you dick eating like whatever blah blah, blah. and I'm like no I just like anytime it, you like, show love you dick eating anytime you show love you Joe anytime you show love you just need to calm down or yeah like, and like that gave me a, I think that's like another part of like anxiety for me like social anxiety with certain stuff like I get weird with like I'm better now but like I would be weird with like um showing like people affection or like showing people love and like letting people know um like you know how I feel and like this year I just started double texting and stuff like that because I'm like I don't want to want somebody to know like you know I want to be their friend or like be something like that because I don't want to be seen as like a dick eater or anything like that so that's why like I would usually be friends with people who like naturally came to me like I went in even though I like still struggle with that now because there's some people that like that's always hit me up and like oh like you know I want to like you know you know hang out with you or some people that have hit me up once and they're like made it clear like hey if you want to hang out with me we can hang out whatever and like, I want to reach out to them, but then I'm, like, nervous. Like, oh, I don't want to be seen as, like, a dick Exactly. Like, did you really mean it? Or is that something you said to be nice? Like, yeah. sometimes you don't know. I definitely second that tough thing. I feel like um, when I meet people and they're nice to me, I don't trust it. Yeah. And I never forget when I, like, went to D.C. for the first time, and it was crazy. Like, I was walking down the street, and, like, me and my girlfriend Lacey were just walking through the streets of D.C., and people was coming up to us, like, yo, where y'all headed? Oh, this and the other. What's up? And it was so foreign to me to, like, be like, oh, people are really like this. And you you think that it's okay to kind of, like, live silo within, like, a community with all these people, but it gets really, really exhausting when you can't even say nothing to the people that's next to you or something so stupid, like, oh, I absolutely slept on your stu- your sneaker or I was touched you on a really crowded bus it's it's scary to think that that could just snowball into like a fight yeah because like that happens because like um like for instance um because i feel like it's i don't know maybe it's different for other people places they've um grown up but like a lot of people are like super confrontational here and stuff and like for instance, like, I think I talked about this before. Like, I had on black lipstick and somebody, like, snapped about that. Like, what the fuck you got on your lips? And, like, and if I, you say that to me and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to ignore this person. Like, whatever. Because my thing is, I'm like, I react. And then next thing I know, my face is cut up because I'm trying to defend myself. Exactly. And then I don't react. Then I'm a bitch. Like, like you a, like you a bitch. You just let me talk about you like that. And it's just like, 
ooh, like combating that, like growing up in Philly, like combating, like if I don't. What's the hill to die on? Yeah, because like now, like, I don't know, as I got older, it's just so much stuff that I just don't, like, it's just so much stuff that I don't care about and I just don't, like, don't put my energy into certain stuff and it's just like, oh, if you don't want to do this, then you a bitch, like, whatever. And it's like, no, it's just like, I don't see the importance of, like, <laughs> I don't see the importance of this and, you know, getting angry about this because when I get really angry, it's just not good. No, seriously. And just like, um... Like, back to that thing with, like, the the violence, it's been something I've had to unlearn for so long. Like, right now, Philly is in a fucking terrible state. It's women out here getting killed. It's two-month-old babies out here getting killed. And so it's, like, hard for me to see what other people see in this city. Like, people will move to Philly from wherever they're from, and they say it's such an awesome place. And I I know it's – growing up in Philly, you don't move – you live in, in the trenches. Mm-hmm. You don't live in the nice areas. You don't live where the tourists are. Like, it's like a good chance that you can go to some people who've been there your whole life, ask them about a popular restaurant, and they're like, I don't go there. I go, this is where I go. I don't do, know no Pat's Geno's. Like, this is my corner store where I go to eat. So it's like there's such a disconnect between uh, the, like, the richer part of Philly versus the impoverished part where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And, like, sometimes growing up that way, like, growing up there, it makes me – feel uncomfortable in certain spaces. Like, sometimes I don't belong. I have spent my entire adult life so far trying to correct everything I've learned from everyone, including my parents. So it's like I do feel like my environment has a lot to do with how irritated I get sometimes Mm -hmm. and how, like, frustrated I get or how distrustful I am of people. And just, like, like, even finding other creatives here, I think the creative group is so small it's really hard to organically become friends with these creatives exactly. because and they be want to st- they're very clicky they want to stick to stick within themselves and they want to be the king and queens of the Philly creative scene yeah. versus really really like find the opportunities to work you know work across or work up work that whatever you have to do mm-hmm. and i feel like in other big cities where uh, I'm, I'm sure there are people who are very protective over their status because it makes them feel better about themselves. Therefore, they're not going to uplift other people. But I do think the people being more willing to collaborate is essential to them, like, getting through. So I feel like you could go to a New York and hop on a project where in Philly – People are so weird. They care more about their friends being part of the project than the success of and it. And the friends don't even know how to fucking no. do shit. I'm like, why y'all? So y'all just giggling together with a camera? And I'm not with a Canon camera? Need, all y'all do is fucking wear Milano. Yeah. And like also, um, what the fuck else? That's what the club said. scene. Like nightlife. 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 Like, all right, the Philly nightlife is for that person who likes to sit. Sit at the tavern with a cap on. Yeah, or like, like people that just be like, yo, that shit was a movie and ain't do nothing all night. <laughs> yeah, okay, so there are different, there are a few different scenes. Like, say you're that pub tavern person. This, if you like pubs and taverns, Philly and Boston, they're definitely the city for you. If you like the type of clubs where you know damn well you're not gonna have fun, but the advertisement was on the radio, then Philly is the place for you. But I feel like if I'm going to have a night of fun, I I need to know that I'm going to be in the house with my friends doing like doing our thing. Exactly. And also, um, oh, my gosh, what the fuck was I about to say? Oh, I feel like it's just too small. 
like I feel like it's just like a circle like around like you once you've been here you've been there you've been there it's just everything is just so small and I feel like if you somebody that get bored easily and you just always have to be doing something it's just not the place for you like I like in New York excuse me I was broke as fuck I like was making like two hundred dollars like a check and like there was times that I didn't have money, but I still had fun. Like mm-hmm. it was still, I feel like in Philly to really have a fun experience, you have to either like spend money or like be into clubs and stuff like that, or like drive somewhere that's out of the city. Um, I would have like it was always something to do, like in New York. Like if it was like some kind of pop up. Like I'm somebody that I realized that I love stuff like that. Like. Um, like select pop ups and like stuff like that and like Philly like sometimes we'll have pop ups and stuff but like for instance like the Hello Kitty um thing I went to yeah that was a pop up that it's going to be in L A or it's going to be in New York yeah that's it and like I like stuff like that so I feel like it's it's better for me to be in a city like New York or um L A because they have you know events like that and like that kind of stuff I realized like oh that makes me happy because like when I um lived in New York, I remember Lady Gaga had this Gaga's workshop that was a pop-up at Barney's mm-hmm. um, around Christmas time, and I just was able to, like, walk to it from where I lived um, in Manhattan. And I'm like, I like stuff like that. Like, that kind of stuff makes me happy. Like, And, like, the museums there, even, like, um, like again, when I lived in New York and uh, Tilda Swinton was at MoMA, and, like, she would, like, sleep in a glass box at MoMA, and you never knew when she was going to be there. Like, events like that, like, stuff like that, I love. I'm not very a clubby person. Yeah. I like to be, like, with my family, like, in a house doing something, or I like doing stuff like that. And so During the daytime. <laughs> yeah. And so when people ask me, like, what do I like to do for fun, like, here I get stuck because I'm like, what the fuck do I like to do I like here? to go other places. Yeah, fun. exactly. Because, like, like I love, like... I realized I'm like oh shit like I love pop up events stuff like that because first of all it's it's, it's controlled mm-hmm. and it's like things that you need like a ticket to and like they have certain dates and stuff like that and it's not like a bunch of crowds and like I just like stuff like that yeah and I'm like that makes me happy so like when it comes to being here and people like I love going to the art museum I love the museums here but it's like other than that it's like what else do I like what to else do? so you can only do that with so many times exactly also like the, the working jobs. The job market is funny here. Yeah. Because, like, if you have, if you want a career in, like, something super, like, uh, businessy or corporate or even, like, um, factory or, like, uh, work for this, if you want to work for the city, if you want to be a marketing manager, if you want to be a business analytics person, if you want to work for a hospital or university, Philly is a fantastic city for you. Like, it really is if you're that person into any of those fields. But if you are a creative, if you want to work in television production, if you want to have a career on air, mm-hmm. it's like crazy because if you want to do news, Philly is a top 10 market. But if you want to actually um, do other creative work, mm-hmm. go, go make your way to YouTube because that's going to be the only way, the only place that's going to really accept that. So don't really like that. Um, damn, I wanted to, uh, something else I had on my list to talk. Oh, dating. Yes. Dating in this city for me is horrendous because I don't, again, like growing up, I was a black sheep. And next thing you know, I'm the black sheep, like, as an adult, too. It's just not a lot of people with my mindset. It's hard to be like, listen, I'm a dreamer. This is what I want to do. Every Tuesday night, no matter how tired we are, we go into the studio and we record. And just trying to explain that to people who just 
they really just want to, you know, do their job and come home and eat their dinner. Mm-hmm. You start feeling like you crazy. So when you go to a place like a New York or L.A. or Atlanta, even maybe a Chicago, and everybody else is doing these really cool things, doing these projects, you don't feel crazy anymore. Mm-hmm. So I, for that reason, I do not see myself in this area forever. It's crazy because I'm very comfortable here. Um, my family is so close to me, and they, they really energize me and keep me sane. But at the same time, if you if I want to move the career forward, it kind of becomes very clear. Yeah. Also, I don't see myself see me raising my kids in the city, you know, or just raising a family in the city because I don't want them to have to grow up being as combative as I did. Mm-hmm. I was a sweet kid who had to learn to fight and stuff. And I think about what type of person I would have been had I not been put in those spaces. Like, I'd never wanted to fight. Like, my mom and all my cousins used to be like, Iman, you have to. Because I was such a gentle giant. Yeah, and, and like, I felt like, again, back to, oh, if you don't do this, you a bitch. Yes, exactly. Or, Cause that's what happened not even if you fight. don't do it, you a bitch, but if... I'm not going to let somebody keep hitting put hitting me. Like I'm not yeah. going I have to protect myself at this point. Well, my first Kids fight shouldn't have some, to protect themselves. Exactly. Well, my first fight was somebody that I was friends with and I didn't want to fight her yeah. because she was my friend. And people was like cuz I wanted to talk it out. Even as a kid, I've always been a talker. I wanted to be like, you know, like you hurt in my feelings the way you act when you like bit on me and stuff like that. And I had to fight her and I was like I literally was saying before I was like I don't want to fight her. That's my friend. Mm-hmm. And the kids were saying, "Oh, if you don't do this, you a bitch." And then like somebody literally took my hand and made me hit her. Mm-hmm. And that's when we started fighting. And that's what I'm saying. Like, and all that shit was going on. Our and parents like, probably didn't even know. Exactly. And, and as I a don't kid, want that to I, deal with that. Exactly. And, like, as a kid, I felt like, oh, my gosh, I'm a bitch. Like, I let her beat me up or whatever. But that was my friend. I didn't want to fight her. Yeah. And that was my first fight. And then after that, it just made me, like, oh, this what you do when you angry? Yeah. No, seriously. And I just never, I always had to protect, like, for doing kid shit. Oh, shit, she watched Lizzie McGuire. Oh, shit, she eat dinner with her family. Yeah. Oh, shit, she, like, all <laughs> the things that are very normal, like, getting picked apart for them really makes you not know how to act or what to say around people. And then now, it's crazy because I'm an adult with this hood upbringing and this warped sense of sometimes, just from childhood, what is, like, what is normal versus what is not? And from person to person, it varies so much. And I just wish I was from a household or from an environment where the standards were set pretty much across the board. And yeah. that's what I feel like when I meet people who are from the suburbs. It's like, no, this is family life. And I'll never forget when I went to, um, when I first went to college, I was like making fun of myself for like being uh, heavier. And I remember just, girl I was friends with was like confused while I was doing like she didn't think it was funny mm-hmm. while I was doing it or she didn't think like she was one of the first per- people that I ever met that didn't think like fat jokes or anything stuff like that was funny mm-hmm. and I was like what like I was like I, I, I that made me feel like dumb right because I was like picking myself apart and she was like like what are you doing Oh, my God. But it's like, that's how I grew up. Like, you know, it's a defense mechanism. That's how I felt. How I exactly. And you, next thing you know, you're like, damn, maybe this isn't helpful. Maybe this is kind of harmful what yeah, I'm Yeah, because I felt crazy as shit. Like, I mean, I'm like, yeah, bit on myself. I'm like, yeah, my knees look like burgers. I think that's exactly <laughs> what I said. And she was like. I'm sorry. That's funny. She was up a little bit. <laughs> but, yeah, no. Definitely see myself raising a family somewhere else. A uh, space and quiet. City's very loud. I mean, I love I love the accessibility of everything. Like, it takes me 10 minutes to get to Sabria. It takes me 5 minutes to get to my mom. 
And most importantly, it takes me five minutes to get the Whole Foods. But I just want quiet for my family. I don't want them to grow up with the same bullshit. This new bullshit is what they need to go grow grow up on. Yeah. So that about ends it. I'm literally falling asleep at this mic right yeah, now. Yeah, that's We got to head out. Um, Please follow us on social media at Black Girl Brunch on Instagram, BLK Girl Brunch on Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram at it's at Imam Follow me on Twitter at it's Matei and Sabria at it's Frankenfem underscore. No, it's Frankenfem on so on tired. Instagram at Frankenfem Frankenfem underscore on Twitter. Sorry. Yes, yes, yes. If you didn't get any of that, just go to the Black Girl page on either Twitter or Instagram. You'll be able to find us there. Yeah, there, and we night Good night, y'all. Oh, well, also with, leave reviews. Yes, reviews. Please, please, please leave those. Reviews. Yes. Now we're going. Bye. Bye.